Perspective podcast. I'm Narelle Lemon and I blog on Wellbeing Whisperer via Explore and Create Co. The Whisper Collective is a group of network scholars who blog, thread, post and gram. And other members of the collective are Inga Newburn, Thesis Whisperer and Jonathan O'Donnell and Chin Ku, known as the Research Whisperer. We want to be the kind of academy we want to see, which is inclusive, empowered, engaged and kind. And we promote this through our joint project, the Whisper Collective Net. This podcast episode is a part of a mini-series with Catherine Firth, recorded in August 2023 to celebrate the launch of her new book, Writing Well and Being Well for PhD and Beyond, How to Cultivate a Strong and Sustainable Writing Practice for Life to be published with Rutledge in September 2023. And I have an extra super fond place for this book as I have commissioned it as a part of the book series Wellbeing and Self-Care in Higher Education, Embracing Positive Solutions. So the book covers every stage of the academic writing process from planning and researching through getting words on the page to often unexpectedly time-consuming editing and polishing. And as readers, Catherine is inviting you to remember that writing a thesis is hard work, that it doesn't need to be damaging work. So each chapter includes a whole heap of different strategies and techniques, drawing on meditations, writing exercises, tips, all to maintain your physical well-being. So the focus of these episodes and the mini-series is to share some of these practical tips And it kind of sits alongside as an extension of the book. So we hope you enjoy these recordings as much as we enjoyed planning them. And of course, Catherine in recording them. And we think that they're relevant for any writing stage and process. These strategies complement the book, but they're not uh, an essential to the book. And really, we're hoping that they inspire you to produce great words, for people to read them and for people to love what you have to say. Enjoy. A physical walking practice for thinking. All the physical well-being practices in my new book, Writing Well and Being Well for Your PhD and Beyond, are really simple. They don't require you to be athletic. They don't require you to be skilled. They sometimes involve things like an ergonomic check-in of your desk setup or doing the washing up. And you should always look for ways to make um, the suggested practices work for your body. You can adapt them to support where you are. You are the expert on your body. Uh, and as always, make sure that uh, if a trained professional has given you individualised advice, uh, that you're taking it before uh, undertaking any physical practices. There are so many ways that people's bodies are different and your body might even be different day to day. I know mine is. So you're the expert on what will help you best. Sometimes you'll want to adapt it to make it a bit easier and other times you'll want to make it more energetic to match where you are that day. Um, And so just think about what will work for you. This one is about taking a walk. In A Philosophy of Walking, 
Frederick Gross explores ways that walking and thinking are intertwined. Rebecca Solnit in Wonderlust and Walter Benjamin in The Arcades Project are two of my favourite examples of people walking and thinking through urban spaces. In Kinds of Water, the poet Anne Carson walks the pilgrimage trail to Santiago de Compostela, accompanied by epigraphs of Japanese poets. Above Heidelberg University is a beautiful walk called The Philosopher's Way. And behind some of the oldest colleges in Cambridge is a walk called The Backs, both places where scholars could jog their thinking by getting physically moving, either alone or in company. We often talk of our thesis, of our career, of our life as a journey. And we can walk to get to places, or we can walk to be between places, with our body and our blood and our breath and our brains all in motion. It doesn't matter if you're strolling through beautiful forests, ambling around a city block, walking with a dog or a baby, or pacing around your living room. Before you set out on your walk, establish the question, the problem or the task in your mind. Perhaps read an article, look over a draft or remind yourself of the major points. Then set an intention for what you will do when you return from your walk. What research will you be tackling when you get back? Just have that in mind. Leave yourself a note if that helps. And now, put all of that out of your mind. You do not need to take it with you. Step away from the research and go for your walk. As you are walking, notice what is around you. The surface beneath your feet. Is it smooth or rough? Flat or or inclined. Notice the feeling of the air on your skin. Is it warm or cool, dry or humid? Notice the smells, whether pleasant or unpleasant. Notice the sounds, voices, bird songs, traffic, music. Lift your eyes up to look at things that are distant and things that are close. What can you see that is colourful or unusual? What is the sky like today? As you keep walking, you might continue to consciously notice things or you might let your mind wander to whatever it wants to think about. As you return from your walk, take a moment to consider what to bring in with you and what can be left behind. You might leave the rain, other people's dogs, that rehearsed conversation, those meanderings outside. You might remove your shoes or jacket. You might have picked a flower or a feather or a pebble to bring back with you. You might have had an idea or a phrase you want to bring in. Return to your desk and remind yourself of your question, problem or task. Did it make progress over the walk? Note down any important points. Do you need to tweak your plan after the walk or are you... Now ready to dive in. Some people tell me that their work commute gives them a place to think between places, so jumping in the car or taking a long bus ride might be other options for you. And some people find repetitive physical movement helpful, but get bored at a walking pace. If you want a higher energy outlet, replace the walking with running, cycling, rowing or swimming. And this practice comes from Chapter 1, reading and thinking, in writing well and being well 
for your PhD and beyond. for listening and we'd love your ratings and reviews this helps other people find us and you can find out more on the whisper collective www.thewhispercollective.net